Here on Accidental Kids, we try our best to do this. Analyze Asian dramas and not relive the trauma. Now that you know what's in store, just sit back and tune in more. Please enjoy our podcast, Accidental Kiss. Welcome to Accidental Kiss, a podcast where we analyze the representation or lack thereof, in Asian dramas from the perspective of drama fans. My name is Faith. I'm a Black U.S. citizen living in Japan who was a little too obsessed with Asian dramas in her college days, but now is trying to rekindle her love for them through this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Watanya. I'm Lao or Laoshin, whichever term you prefer. I grew up with Asian dramas, mostly Taiwans, and uh, I, I just really like talking about them. I really like analyzing them and their questionable representation, to say the least. <laughs> In this episode, we're going to talk about the second season of the classic Japanese drama series, Hanayure Dango. Hanayure Dango Returns. Why didn't we group this with, like, you know, episode one again? Uh, Because I just realized how shitty Scooshy's parents were after rewatching season two. <laughs> yeah, I need a break for that. <laughs> Can't really argue with that, can I? Oh, yeah. And, like, we, we wanted to talk about, like, Rui, too, Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Rui was my favorite when I first watched the series and most of the time when I watched it. But now... Mm, uh, not so sure about that. Well, here we go then. So before we move on, we will be discussing the entirety of many characters. So spoilers ahead. Also, we will be discussing emotional abuse, parental neglect, bullying, manipulation, attempted sexual assault, fake suicide, and actual attempted suicide in this episode. So if you are sensitive to these issues... um which is more than understandable, do prioritize <laughs> your mental health and overall well-being. So, Hanayori Dango Returns is the sequel to the legendary Hanayori Dango. But uh, there were things that were added, taken away from the original, which we would like to talk about. Especially because those things concern representation. So first, we would like to start with a summary of the series. Yes, because context is very important. I I just can't stress the importance of context here and basically everywhere. Like, you just keep hearing me talking about it. <laughs> and um, <laughs> just so we have, like, the basic info about Hana Yoridango, um, it's about the romance between a quote-unquote tough girl named Tsukushi and a spoiled rich boy named Tsukasa. So, at the start of the series, Tsukasa has been living in New York for a year, but stopped contacting Skushi after three months for unknown reasons. Skushi's father then, luckily, like really luckily, wins a ticket to New York for one person at a company bingo game and gives it to Skushi. Of course a he Company did. bingo and game. of course. <laughs> and of course, Skushi goes to New York and um, has her back. With um, her money and passport and everything in it, you know, stolen by a <laughs> creepy looking guy. Creepy, creepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then attacked 
by a group of thugs. Quote unquote thugs. <laughs> With a basketball. I mean, I, I, well, we're going to come back. We're going to definitely go back. We're going to come oh, back yeah, yeah. to that. Uh, who, who were who were later intimidated by Rui and his water gun. <laughs> well, that's the New York experience. Well, Tanya, what can I tell you? It's... That, uh, it, it it sounds it it sounds like a lie and i know it's fiction but <laughs> this is what happened in the drama okay. uh and later later tsukushi runs into tsukasa at a hot dog stand as and you do ask her why she's here as you do in new york you just run into everyone you know all the time you know <laughs> new york city um yeah so long story short Sukasa tells Skushi that he doesn't have time to play on her level anymore because, you know, he's too busy being a, you know, billionaire as he was before, but now he's taking it more seriously. And even <laughs> after the other three members of F4 try to reason with him, he's still like, no, I don't want to meet with her. He even punches one of his closest friends, but at the same time, like, surprise, surprise. Yeah, I mean, let's, I mean, I think that's literally <laughs> what he does. I mean, come on. In season one, he literally just went on the streets and just started punching people. Like, I, I, I don't, not surprised, not surprised. Um, <laughs> and so then Skushi ends up uh, going back to Japan and gets kidnapped by a guy named Jinpei, who is also a student at Eitoku, who for some reason she's never met before, or we never heard him. He was never mentioned before in season one or anything. But apparently he'd been going to school this entire time, I'm assuming. And apparently he's good looking. Yes, apparently he's very good looking, but he's able to hide it with glasses, because that's the thing, you know, put on glasses and you're suddenly ugly. Um, <laughs> no one can recognize you. Um, and and you're you're saying that. As both of us yes. are wearing yes, glasses. Yes, yes, yes. We are ugly right now, Tanya. <laughs> we are ugly. <laughs> okay. And so he's at Eitoku, and he has a grudge against Tsukasa. Surprise, surprise. Um, And so, you know, to get revenge on Tsukasa, he kidnaps Skushi. He kidnaps Skushi because he's trying to lure Tsukasa back to Japan, you know, with her. But luckily, Skushi ends up actually escaping from the situation on her own, and then... Tsubaki, Tsukasa's older sister, ends up sicking her bodyguards on Junpei and his goons. So, you know, girl power. <laughs> before before we move on, I just gotta say, I'm not surprised she ends up escaping by herself. Because mm. that, that, like, it sounds weird to say rope work. <laughs> that rope work was horrible. Do you know from experience? Like someone watched a YouTube video once and was like, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna kidnap this girl and I'm gonna tie her to this <laughs> random desk. I was like... No. no. <laughs> Is this from experience with Tanya? You know this rope work. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have a very keen interest in being a sailor. Oh, okay. That was I was <laughs> expecting to go there, but okay. All right. <laughs> Let's go with that. Okay, um uh, moving on. Um a little while after like, you know, the whole Tsunpei thing, Tsukushi receives a personal invitation to Tsukasa's birthday party. Oh, uh, from um I'm tempted to say the embodiment of evil, oh, yes. but um, it's Tsukasa's mother. Uh, her name is Kaede. Interchangeable. Interchangeable. <laughs> and also, hello, trap, trap. It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know that because, oh, you know, she's, so she's, she's Tsukushi and she goes to the party mm. and because um, it's a, you know, it's a trap. She finds out it was a trap to announce Tsukasa's mm -hmm. new fiance, Shigeru. And, um, you know, 
drama happens, yada, yada, yada. Shigeru ends up falling in love with Tsukasa. And Shigeru's presence causes Tsukasa and Skushi's relationship to have a lot of ups and downs, obviously, you know, having someone in between them. So a lot of ups and downs in the relationship. And there's also a lot of miscommunication the entire time. But of course, that would have happened no matter what, because that's all these dramas do is just people just miscommunicate all the time. So (laughs) it would have happened no matter what. Whoever's there, it's always miscommunication. Mm. And when they finally are able to express their love toward one another in a fishing village, long story. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We'll come back to that later. Um, (laughs) Tsukasa ends up falling, bumping his head and getting amnesia. And by quote-unquote amnesia in this particular series, it means, you know, Tsukasa conveniently remembers everything in his life and all the people in it, in it except Tsukushi. Very selective. Why not? Very selective amnesia. And uh, at the hospital Tsukasa was staying at, uh, the series introduces a girl named Umi, who, of course, pot- plots to steal him away from Tsukushi. She's a woman. She's a girl or a woman <laughs> in Tsukushi's vicinity that's not, like, too old or his sister. So, of course. like Or Yuki. Or, or Yuki, who's her friend. You know, her best friend. Her childhood friend. Yes. So um, Umi ends up lying to Tsukasa, saying she made the cookies because she left by the hospital bedside. Long story. (laughs) (laughs) And following Tsukasa's logic, Umi must be the girlfriend he had forgotten about. I'm just so confused there, because how does he know that he had forgotten a girlfriend? Like, if he completely just forgot Skushi existed, like, why did he know, like, oh, but I had a girlfriend, though. Who was it? Like, uh, okay. I'm sorry. It's just <laughs> tangent, but I was just like, it, it makes no sense. Yeah, makes no sense. Makes no sense. Um, okay. <laughs> All right. So later, F4, Skushi, Yuki, and Umi go on a ski trip at Akira's family cabin. No actual skiing happens here. <laughs> I just wanted to point that out. Like, no actual skiing. Um, <laughs> there was snow. There was snow. There was snow. There was snow there. Um, and in the evening, Umi... Um, gives Tsukasa some of the cookies, some cookies that she actually made. Um, and she's like, oh, you know, these cookies are a little different from the other ones, you know, trying to, like, I guess, make them think that, like, oh, she made the other ones too still, but these are just a little different, right? And so he tastes the cookies um, and, you know, uh, finds out they're not actually the ones that... <laughs> She was like, it doesn't taste like love. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> they don't taste like love because she lied about it. Because the thing is, these cookies, the cookies were originally made by Scushi, who had made him some other cookies or a cookie or something in the first it, season. It was from like um, season one, right? The ending. Yeah. Scushi yeah, gave, yeah. gave him like cookies uh, and he was of his like, face. yeah, I love this. Yeah, like with like, his face or whatever cookie. And he remembers that taste of love. So amnesia can't take away the taste of love. Okay. And so he remembers these are not the same cookies. And he's like, he's like, what? Like, like, you know, and he gets all upset and he's like, you know, bish. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're under the explicit, like, what's the word again? Category. We're, we're, yeah, category. Yeah. Thank you. Sure. Yeah. You, you can say bitch. Okay, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I that's plan to says. say bitch later. That's, that's pretty much what he says. He doesn't say that, but that's pretty much what he says. Um, And so, yeah, that's, you know. Her scheme is revealed very easily, which, you know, I don't know why she didn't think this through harder, but okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so before dinner, Skushi is looking for Yuki, but can't find her. And Umi 
you know, being down in the dumps and also being an asshole, says that Yuki <laughs> went outside in a blizzard. <laughs> Later, it, it was revealed that Yuki is actually still in the house. <laughs> Soon after, like, Tsukasa also hears that Squishy went out in the blizzard, because why not? <laughs> yes, yes, everyone finds out, everyone finds out. <laughs> and um, he rushes out to find her. Uh, Tsukasa fi- uh, finds Tsukushi, and then they uh, spend the night together, like, you know, and they, like, huddle together for warmth in a cabin until they were For warmth, rescued. Watanya. For yes, warmth. for warmth. They didn't even kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Watanya! <laughs> I'm sorry! That's that's what happened. <laughs> Actually, that's what not that's what did that not happen. Did not happen. <laughs> exactly. In the end, in the end, Tsukasa publicly. Uh, <laughs> in the end, Tsukasa publicly proposes to Squishy Cringe at the yeah. school prom. Yes, Squishy is a, it's course, very much a surprise. Yeah. It's very much a surprise. She's like, what? <laughs> and the whole whole school is there whole school and a bunch of people outside the school too like her parents and like you know yeah randos like i don't and know like probably like you know um stockholders from their oh yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like everyone sees this everyone uh but yeah um the show ends with them actually kissing on a date the next day like i'm, I'm not sure like if you're going so far <laughs> as to propose publicly like why? Why not just kiss then and there? <laughs> they hey, didn't they kiss to... in the cabin. Look, they didn't look. kiss when they <laughs> <laughs> when he publicly proposed to her in front of everybody. Yeah. I mean, like, hey, they were too busy doing the musical dance numbers with Tanya. Okay, <laughs> they all had choreographed dances. They all could do flawlessly. They were too busy coordinating that to kiss with Tanya. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, have you been a teenager before? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I have, Watanya. <laughs> okay, jokes aside, okay. let's let's move okay. on. <laughs> and so, so, um, yeah, so that's the summary. That's the summary. Um, that's what we have. Um, so then, Watanya, what do you think the um overall message of this drama was? From a very very meta viewpoint. I'd say miscommunication is a recipe for pain and chaos. Like, if if I were in the drama, I'd like, eh, mm, mm, God, God is on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, from a meta viewpoint, that's my, um, that's the message I got. Um, what about you? I mean, I totally agree with that. Definitely, I agree with your message but i also think that the message is the same as the message was last season only turned up to 11 like it's dialed up to 11 if you work hard and stay resilient in the face of adversity you will be rewarded in the end that's just how it goes it seems um but you know lately after watching four versions of this show like four versions of this story (laughs) in less than a year 
I wonder how healthy, I really do wonder how healthy that <laughs> message really is, actually, especially for young girls and women. Like, you're a high school student. She's a high school student, mm. and she has to do everything on her own. She has to find her own housing. She has to work, like, multiple jobs to support oh, her yeah. family. Like, her she family. She was homeless at one point, Yeah, she right? was, ho- was, yeah, was <laughs> going to be homeless. Like, if someone hadn't, ha- like, luckily someone found, like, I think it was, um, what's her, well, we'll talk about it later, but, like, uh. Uh, oh god Sada Sada I think yeah Sarah Sada yeah she found a place that was free that she could stay in or whatever and like luckily you know but yeah she's like pretty much homeless her family leaves her like (laughs) I mean they pretty much abandoned her 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 parents her parents left them they abandoned her her with her younger brother (laughs) yes to fend for themselves okay to fend for themselves and so I'm sorry I don't know if this is a good message to teach kids like I don't, I don't know i don't think this is i don't think so but okay like, yeah no no I, I i don't think it's a very good message to you know um teach like young impressionable teens yes especially like you know young girls and women as you said because mm-hmm. um squishy is basically like being dragged around all oh yeah throughout the whole series i think yeah yeah that's one thing about the second season i don't like is that she just pretty much gets dragged around all the time but she's a tough girl. Mm. Tough. Resilient. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. We'll get back to that. We'll, we'll come back to that. Anyway, it's fine. Let's uh, move on to like, you know, the um, what apparently makes us stand out, which is the discussion of representation. Okay. All right. Let's start with gender. So women are represented in a variety of ways this season, as they were last season. Yeah, thankfully, but, like, there was there were changes. Um, so yeah, that's true. So, Skushi and her best friend Yuki are shown as strong, self-sacrificing, and uh, willing to do whatever it takes for love. But um, love, at the same time... Quote-unquote <laughs> <quote> love. <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh, interchangeable with, like, hormones. <laughs> Let's put that on a t-shirt. Love is interchangeable with hormones. If you, if you want to, like, be my guest. Or or I'll do any, like, I'll do whatever it takes for hormones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. Um, but, yeah, um, on the other side, um, women who are not supporting Tsukushi and Tsukasa's relationship are, I think, all of them. Selfish, yeah. manipulative, and overbearing. Yeah, no, pretty much every... I, can't think of a single character that's not that way that isn't like Sada, team. maybe yeah i guess so but does, does sada even really know squishy like that though <laughs> i mean like kind of but like not really like she's not really that involved and she had another f4 member that she was involved with so mm. i don't think that counts i don't think that counts but like okay. yeah yeah that's i guess fair. her her mm. that she's it <laughs> okay so then we've divided them into three categories the good girls the actual extras and the bad girls, of course. Gotta always have them. Um, so the good girls are... Squishy. Like, why not? Yeah. But, like, honestly, she should rely more on other people. Because, mm. like, there was one scene that she, like, worked so hard and she, like, collapsed, I think. Yeah. Yes, yes. She had to go to the hospital. Yeah, she was at the hospital where she was... And she was working night shift, too, and she has school and stuff to do, too. Like, it was just, yeah, it was just a really bad situation. Yeah. 
but she had to support the family. And I, 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 I'm, uh, okay. I'm sorry. I, I will get I'm, back I'm, to I'm, that in the other section. I will, uh, I will, uh, I'll, we'll come back we'll to it. I'm sorry. I have so many we'll words. I have so that. many things to say. It's okay. <laughs> I, I know. I, I just kind of like, like froze a bit there. Cause I was like, uh, she was at the hospital where she was. And I wasn't sure if it counts as, um, sexual harassment because, uh, Rui... uh yeah, yes. Yes, I know. <laughs> I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but yeah, let's uh, let's talk about Tsukushi first. Okay. Um, she is tough as a weed and can endure anything. And, endure. Um, yeah, like even like whatever happens in the drama when God is on cocaine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ah! That should be a shirt too. God's on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, She's like way too naive. Like yeah. she felt she falls for every single trap. Yes. Every, every obvious trap. one. It's like like I said before, yeah. the bean girls are always mean to her. They've been mean to her since the beginning. They've never actually been really nice to her, except mm-hmm. for when they were being fake nice because, you know, Sukasa was there. But mm-hmm. like, you know, every time they tell her to do something, she always falls for it. She's always like, Yeah, yeah, okay. Like like you know, whatever they ask her to do, she's just like, Yeah, okay. And also, like, you know, traps from the embodiment of evil. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but apparently she's not like other girls, too. Yeah. Yeah. Quote. Not like other <laughs> girls. Quote. <laughs> yeah. Mm, debatable. Um, yes. <laughs> and, like, lastly, the, the thing I want to talk about, Squishy, is, like, the Valentine's Day chocolate thing. Mm-hmm. Like, people paid so much attention to <laughs> who she would give her chocolate too yeah i remember it was just so <laughs> dramatic it was like like i remember even Rui, like he like goes to sukasa like they have some kind of conversation because he's like i because you know because sukasa is being a dick in this version in this season well he's always a dick but he's always a dick, <laughs> he's always a dick but he's even more of a dick now because he won't even like talk to her at first right like we said in new york he like totally ignored her or whatever and so he comes back to japan and now he's decided okay i'm gonna be team you know, squishy again, because, like, I don't know, hormones, I guess. <laughs> um, And so, like, he's, like, you know, telling Rui, like, Rui, because, you know, he had to be the support for her while Sukasa was, like, you know, ignoring her, he's, like, well, you know, actually, I'm in love with squishy. And so he's, like, I'm going to pursue her since, you know, you weren't there. I'm gonna step up, right? And then Sukasa's like, don't you dare. And he's, like, well, let's see who she gives her Valentine's Day. <laughs> let's see who she gives her Valentine's oh, Day to. Like, I'm just like, what? What? What is this? What is going on here? Who cares? Like, I don't know. It was just... I mean, I guess this is what teens, maybe teens worry about this in Japan. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I guess this is what they're worried about. Yeah, high school drama. Yeah. Okay. So, well, anyway, uh, you know, let's uh, move on to um, Yuki, Sukushi's uh, best friend, who is the only woman who's not related to one of them either her or Sukasa that she could trust I guess Shizuka too that's about it right yeah mm. yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway Yuki actually gets a much bigger role in the season so she's doing a lot more you know she gets more scenes more screen time Um, also she harasses Sojudo a lot more um, <laughs> to try to get him to date her Um, I think the drama is like um framing it as this like cute like she's going to go get her man or whatever but I'm just like oh my god please stop following him like he's literally like running away and she's still going and I'm just like oh my god he doesn't want 
you. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't want to be with you. Just, sorry, just Yuki. move on. I'm sorry. Like, I get yeah, it. You like him. Sometimes you fancy people who don't fancy yes, you, and that's it okay. Yeah, it's ha- like you know, it's okay if you still want to have the feelings, but don't like harass him and don't yeah. follow him and don't stalk him and don't like run after him. Like it's, <laughs> it's just, it's just sad. I'm sorry, it's just very sad. Mm. And I don't know, I just really hate like the clingy girl stereotype, archetype, mm. whatever trope thing. Like I just, I, I just really don't like it. Like. Yeah, it's a one-time situation. Yes, it's so it's so like I mean I just feel secondhand embarrassment, and also it's just it's just it's just bad. Like it's just like she thinks if she keeps clinging on, you know, eventually he's gonna turn around and like her. And I'm glad they don't. I'm glad he doesn't because like you know that's not a good message to kids. But at the same time, at the same time, this is pretty much exactly what Dobi like uh, Sukasa what Sukasa did. To yeah. get to Squishy. And it worked, right? It worked. <laughs> so. yeah, and that's worse because they're the main couple. <laughs> exactly. And so it's like the thing is, it's saying like, okay, clingy girls are bad, but clingy guys, okay. <laughs> no, not okay. Um, let, let's talk about like healthier people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Some better people. <laughs> so um, you might still remember Okami-san, ah, yes. um, Shizuka, and Tsubaki. Mm-hmm. Um Shizuka is kind of like their childhood friend, and yeah. also senpai. And so I guess she's, mm-hmm. and also Rui had a crush on her, right? When, yes. Before. But now he's moved before. on to Squishy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tsubaki is um, Tsukasa's sister, who he has, Haiki has a um, <laughs> sister complex. complex, yeah. With <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um Okami Okami san mm-hmm. um it, actually in in this uh series she tells fewer stories about yeah. her past lovers yeah which is sad because that was like the most interesting stuff actually in the shop yeah. I felt like that was the those were the good scenes <laughs> yeah but but now she's like just giving love advice to Tsukushi yeah. and Yuki which like isn't necessarily bad it's just a downgrade? But the thing is, she tells Yuki to keep going after Sojo, even though he obviously doesn't like her. And, like, it's just, like, I get that she's trying to help her out, but it's like, no, Okami said, no, she doesn't need to, like, keep going after him. He doesn't want her. He doesn't want her. If he did, he would say it. <laughs> like, you know? Like, if I were in the drama, I'd look at Yuki, look her straight in the eye, and say, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> But then you'd be a hater. What well, time? You'd be a hater. And then everyone would hate you. <laughs> yes. Hate me all you want. <laughs> um, you already get spin those facts. <laughs> Speaking of downgrades, like, she's a guy, <laughs> is like, Rue's wingman now? I, Wing yeah, woman? Pretty, pre- yeah, pretty much. Like, I mean, that's pretty much all she's there for is to, like, for, to, they have, like, a little meeting, like, you know, she comes to Japan to visit, and she talks with Rui and has dinner or whatever, and he's like, yeah, I'm in love with, you know, Squishy now, and she's like, okay, go get her, Rui, or whatever, and it's like, okay. Mm. I mean, I guess because she's getting married to some French guy now, right? So... <laughs> There's no chance for them, so I guess he's got to move French on, right? Guy. I thought he had like some importance. <laughs> he was. He is. I think he's like. I don't know what is he like. He's some kind of official, like yeah, either so, like a, a government 
Yeah, like would be like I don't, not the, I don't think the president, but something like that, like something like yeah. really high up. But I just said French guy because I thought it was funny. <laughs> it's a French guy. <laughs> it was it was a French guy to be fair. Um, and uh, Tsubaki actually she didn't change that much. No, like she's no. she's still like one of the biggest supporters. There, uh, of you know, um, the main couple's relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently she had a similar relationship in high yeah. school. Yeah, we find that out in this season that she, that's, I think that's why she's such a strong supporter because she had the same experience, but yeah, her, her, she supports hormones. Yeah, but her like love interest or whoever, her boyfriend, I guess, wasn't as strong as Scushi, I guess, because he, his family just took the money. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't blame him. Oh I no, I do him. not. I don't blame him at all. I, I, I'm sorry, but like. Like, looking at all the stuff that Scooshy had to go through for this show, <laughs> oh, no. I would be like, give me that money. Just give it to me. <laughs> give me that money. <laughs> I'll sell out. <laughs> if it means I can, like, you know, not have my parents leave me and, like, maybe my brother alone and have to, like, fend for ourselves and, like, find a house and, like, and still go to school and work and do all. Uh, oh, God. No, no, no. <laughs> Nah, nah. Just take the money, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Just take the money. Just Let's take the leave money. this like dysfunctional family. <laughs> yes, it's a very dysfunctional family. But obviously, so is Scooshie's. Anyway, um, so now speaking of Scooshie's family, let's move on to Scooshie's mom. Um, and also, I would like to talk about uh Tamasan, who is like totally cool. Um. <laughs> So Scooshy's mom is overall supportive, like she was in season one, and kind, you know, but also she's kind of passively neglectful, and she agrees with almost everything her husband says or does. She's just like, yep, just going to support him. It's like, okay, we're going to leave our kids here by themselves to go to the fishing <laughs> village. Okay, see you guys. Take care. You know, she's, like, she's just very, she's very happy about it. She's always has a smile on her face. She's always usually pretty happy, except for if it's like really bad, then she'll have a sad face, I guess. But for the most part, she's pretty, she's, she's pretty upbeat and happy, but she's literally like, like, you know, it's literally Scooshy had just got out of the hospital <laughs> and she comes home and her family, they're packing their bags to leave. And she's like, where are you going? And like, she's like, oh, didn't you hear? It's like, how would she have heard? She was literally unconscious. You were in the hospital there. How could she know? Wouldn't you know that you told her? Like, you, the, you guys left her, abandoned her in the hospital because Rui was there. Apparently, that was enough for you to be like, okay, I guess we'll leave. And then as soon as she gets out, you're just like, okay, we're leaving. We're leaving. We're going to Fishy Village and we don't know when we're coming back. And it's like, what? What? Excuse me? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So, so she's very nice and kind, I guess you could say, but very emotionally abusive honestly i mean and yeah. like neglectful i mean mm. come on <laughs> like no <laughs> i was gonna say pushover but it oh wait yeah well, right. also well also a pushover to a bit a bit a bit of a pushover mm-hmm. i would say definitely um but also her husband too is kind of a pushover but it's just like they both just like you know they support each other which is nice i guess but i'm like, sure it's a codependent relationship yes he's very codependent he's very codependent but we'll talk about yes. um yes. that a bit we'll later. get back we'll get back to that um so then i also want to talk about tama tamasan who is strong you know like i said cool uh big supporter of Skushi and sukasa's relationship 
and is so badass that even Kaede can't mess with her. Like, yeah. Tama-san was like, I wiped your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know they got you. They're just like, yeah, you can't, you can't say anything to that. And yeah. the thing is, I think it's because, like, obviously, um, Kaede, you know, Tsukasa's mom married into the Dolmuji family, right? So mm. she's not actually originally a Dolmuji, whereas like Tama's been there since like you know before Kaede even came with the family. So she just can't say anything to her. Like she's just like she's she's outranks her, right? You know, like it's yeah, basically. It, yeah, that was kind of cool. I thought that mm. was pretty cool when she stood up to her. Like so. Yeah, I think so too. It's uh, refreshing to see someone stand up to the embodiment yes. of evil. Yes, someone's got it. Before we move on to like the important ish characters, <laughs> we gotta talk about like the actual extras. Like, yes, they are. Pe- there are characters that have names and a lot of lines and kind of impact the story, but. They're more like extras. Yeah, like they have. Yeah, they're kind of they're extras, but like they do play a very interesting role. And I thought they had some very interesting representation, and so that's why I wanted this category to be in here. Um, so first we start off with um Sara Hinata, who we mentioned a little bit before. She's kind of an elevated extra in that she does have an important part in the story. Like there is an actual subplot that is you know quite important to the story that she's a part of. Um. So she used to be So Dudos, um, one of F one of the F four members, um, former, I guess, lovers or w- girlfriend, something, maybe undefined uh, crush. relationship. Yes, yeah, very undefined. Like I don't know, it's very vague. <laughs> it's very vague. They're just kind of like we sort of dated, kind of. Oh, but I always thought you liked my brother for re- actually or something. Like it was, yeah, it was, it was it, very it strange. Was, it was interesting. It was interesting. <laughs> it was interesting. And so she's also she does the tea ceremony just like. So, you know, you know, she's into tea ceremony and she heads the tea circle that Yuki joined to find out more about Sojiro's interests because he wanted to le- she wanted to learn more about him. So I guess she could stalk him better. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so- and uh, she was the one that found um, Squishy's apartment, right? Yes, yes, she did do that. Yeah. So she did. Yeah, 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 that's right. She did some good. She she found the free, free, apparently free apartment. I mean, it was kind of run down, but like still, like, she found yeah. a free it was, your it was free, so that was nice. But also, like Tsukasa bought it like two days later. Yeah, yeah like, that wasn't that wasn't so nice. Yeah. Nah. Um, and then he ended up with like getting in a fight and ended up breaking like like yeah. like <laughs> like breaking like 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 they fell through the floor or something. <laughs> oh God. <sighs> that is how, <sighs> just how run down the apartment. Was. Yes. Yes. <laughs> People probably shouldn't be living there. Um. um. <laughs> But yeah, so so Sara is like an elevated extra, mm-hmm. but like the actual actual extras are like the the girls and women, mm-hmm. um, who like swoon over F four and yes. like, and this is including nurses who should yes. be working, love <laughs> <laughs> jobs, as well as like um the the people at um the the tea ceremony like after circle, class circle or something that club. yeah that yeah. yuki joined mm-hmm. and um there was oh. one particular ca- oh yeah like I, yeah extra i want to talk about this out. yes i mm-hmm. want to talk about this nurse yes okay so i really i really made this section because i really want to talk about this nurse because like there was just like because i didn't i didn't remember her because you know she's such a small part right and so i didn't remember her from previous watch throughs and so this time when I was watching, I was really trying to focus on all the details I could. And I noticed this nurse. There was like this really 
judgy older nurse i guess she was probably like the head nurse or something right and she was like getting really slut shamey when it came to scushi she was like really slut shaming her she was like when she saw that like you know Rui was coming into her room and like Rui was the one coming and like you know trying to push himself on her um she was getting all in her face like oh well what kind of relationship do you two have and like it's like first of all ma'am like he is like a college student like a first year college student how old are you ma'am you're definitely at least in your late 40s probably 50s who knows but you're definitely older who cares what relationship a first year college student and high school student have with each other that does not concern you Mm ma'am yeah and like Like, she's there for work yeah she's not supposed to be asking personal questions yeah and also scushi is the actual patient she's slut shaming the patient (laughs) and like just and and she says nothing to Rui about it nothing doesn't give him any flack because he's so attractive i guess so she doesn't care right she's just upset that it wasn't her that he was on i guess i i don't know (laughs) it was just really weird and it made me feel very uncomfortable yeah and um speaking of uh, speaking of weird, like I, I, I don't want to say this is weird, but we gotta talk about Akira's mom and twin little sisters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, apparently they act too childish, and is the reason why Akira likes older women. Mm-hmm. Like people can do whatever they want to do, mm-hmm. but to have it portrayed as like, oh, this is why Akira has like older women issues, like. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it just seems like they're trying to blame the women on everything. Because the same, it's the same with Sukasa, right? The reason why he's such an asshole jerk and like does whatever he wants and beats the shit out of people all the time is because he was neglected by his mother. You know, like he he didn't she didn't pay attention to him, and so that's why he's so broken. And it's like, okay, yeah, I'm sure that influenced it. I mean, it's definitely neglect and definitely abuse, but to like use that as an excuse of why, like you know, be like, well. It's her fault. You know, they just find a way to blame the women. And it's like, oh, well, he likes older women because of his mom. Like, it's like, it just feels like it's putting the blame on these women. It's like, yeah, maybe. I mean, it's definitely in Sukasa's mother, like in Kaede's. In Kaede's case, she did, did like emotionally abuse her child a lot. You know, she did, she is in the wrong there. But to say, like, okay, that's why he's like beating the crap out of people and like does have no remorse and like, you know, teasing or well getting other people to tease and like you know physically attack people to the point that they quit the school um yeah that you nah. can't pin that all on Kaede I'm sorry yeah, <laughs> yeah at least the father's got to take responsibility yeah give him a little bit he like, also on. neglected him exactly give everyone <laughs> a fair chance don't just say it's like and, and the thing is even with the parents it's like Okay, yes, they are partially, they have some kind of, I guess, blame, you could say. But are we really going to, like, say, like, oh, if someone does something bad, it's only because of their parents? Like, I mean, he has no responsibility whatsoever. He has no mm. agency of his own. I, I'm i sorry. I can't get behind that. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, uh, here comes our very interesting oh. character. Yes, 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 yes. So... This is a, so she is like kind of an extra pretty much in this version, which is kind of sad because like, I feel like she was a very complex character that could have used more time and a lot of help. Um, So Sakurako 
comes and does like a kind of brief cameo. Well, a few. She does like I think two cameos in the show. Um, one in the beginning, one in the end. One in the beginning and one in the end. So the beginning one. So in the beginning one, she um comes just to tell Scooshy that she has a, a Australian boyfriend now. <laughs> Pretty much. And also that she saw Sukasa in New York or something. Just so she can know, oh, by the way, he is in New York. I saw him. Um, so she gets elevated from she's promoted from bad girl to, you know, just yeah, kind of extra. Um and then <laughs> and then she gets I don't know, is that a promotion? Maybe I don't know actually. I, um, I really don't know. She she was moved. She was moved. She was moved from being a bad girl to be an extra now. Um, and then it, and then she comes in again at the end, um, when Sukasa does the like you know surprise like in public proposal in front of our, in front of the entire school and uh, all these randos, um, she comes to that. She's invited to that as well, and she talks about how unattractive and not cute Sukasa is pretty much the entire time. And I'm just like, why are you here? Like, <laughs> like why go on a date with your boyfriend exactly what happened to your white australian boyfriend where is he go back to him oh my god the scene where they introduced him was so so weird and cringy it was just like cut to um you know the 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 entrance of the um dango shop and the guy was just like hi (laughs) look i got a white i got a white boyfriend look look at him squishy look at him hi (laughs) <laughs> all right and so now let's uh let's move on to like the current <laughs> bad girls yeah mm. yeah let's go with bad girls <laughs> yeah because like it, many of them are interesting mm, yes yeah yeah so the first one is like kind of we were kind of torn whether we should call her a bad girl or not because like she's not like you know bad to the bone like Kaede. But she is very manipulative, and so she's kind of a mixed character more so, but we put her in the bad girl, like, you know, because we think overall she did net negative for the series. Um, <laughs> So first up is Shigeru Okawahara, who is pretty much the female version of Tsukasa, only a little less physically abusive. Um, so yeah, like I said, she's not as physically abusive to others, um, except for to Tsukasa. She like, you know, physically assaults him a lot, actually. Um, Uh, yeah, yeah, she, she bit his. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that was, I I don't know. I don't know if that was supposed to be abusive or not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't don't know. know. It it was, it was, it was an interesting encounter between the two of them. That one was, yeah, that one was interesting, but there is a lot of times where she's just like hitting him and like, you know, just doing whatever, you know, to him. Um, yeah. And also, uh, she, um, sexually yeah. oh oh yeah uh harassed oh him. yes yeah she literally was like have sex with me you better have sex with me my clothes are off now yeah. have sex with me <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like i i don't know i don't know yeah yeah and so she's super clingy super needy too even though she's supposed to be like so strong or whatever she's also like really needy and clingy like but the thing is so is sukasa though that's the thing. That's the thing is that mm. that's why I feel so mixed about characters because like, yeah, she is very abusive. She is very manipulative. She is very like, you know, she has a lot of bad qualities, but they're pretty much all the same qualities Sukasa has, 
But for some reason, we're able to forgive those and move past them and accept him because he's the main guy. I mm. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Um, mm. that's. I mean, that mm. seems to be the only reason. I don't know why else. I don't know why else we would like forgive him and not her. Um, you know, she also yeah. she also won't take no for an answer. Like Sukasa's, like you know, he does agree to try and date her and try and like her at one point, but then you know he goes back on that pretty quickly. Um. Because <laughs> he's not, because she's not. Squishy. Yeah, pretty much. Like, if you're not the main girl, uh, the main guy's not gonna like you. That's just that's 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 the moral of all these dramas. If you're not the main girl, you're just not gonna get chosen. That's it. Um, and so yeah, he doesn't actually really try that hard. But at the same time, if he says he doesn't like you, he doesn't like you, you know. But she won't take no for an answer, which is very much like mm-hmm. him though, because Scushi at first mm-hmm. was like, I don't like you. I'm not interested in you. I don't, you know, I like Rui or I like, you know, you know, not you. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and he would take no for an answer. It was the exact same situation. So for some reason, when he does it, it's totally fine. But when Shigeru does it, it's bad. Before we move on to the rest of the representation in this episode, we would like to take this time to thank all of you for listening to our podcast. It really means a lot to us. If you enjoy our show, please consider rating and reviewing us on your favorite podcast app. It will really help our podcast reach a wider audience. And we would also just love to hear your thoughts on our podcast. It will help us know what we're doing well and what we could improve. And also, it will make us feel less like speaking into the void. So leave us a review today on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Accidental Kids. Now, back to the podcast. So, yeah, that that was kind of like in 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 like the, the in between. Mm-hmm. But mix, like, yeah. yeah. But now we have we also have like actual bad girls. Oh yes, yes, yeah. So bad. Um, first of all, um, returnees, the Mean Girl Trio. <laughs> That's Yuriko, <laughs> Minako, and Erika. And I'm glad you remember the names. <laughs> It uh I had to look them up, but oh. um yeah, it's uh those three and um the embodiment of evil, uh Kaede Domiochi, if you forgot her name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've yes, been calling yes. her like the embodiment of evil since like like Yeah. Yeah since beginning. episode one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um all of them are still catty. Um they're still mean. And petty. But... And petty too. Real petty. You know what? So yeah. Petty. Yeah. Like it was like at one point, Squishy like wanted to study to become a lawyer, and they were like, "Oh, you're studying because you got dumped." Like, <laughs> <laughs> like bitch, I study because I want to be a lawyer. It's like what? Like what are you doing? I mean, I get it. They're rich. They don't have to actually work ever in their lives. As long as they marry, as long as they're beautiful enough to attract a, a like you know rich husband. They don't have to worry about that. They don't have to be a lawyer. They don't have to worry about working. You know, I get it. Like that's their life. So for them, I guess it's like to the point where it's like, well, if you're if you're studying, you must be like ugly, right? Because mm-hmm. you can't get a hot, like attractive, rich guy to take mm-hmm. care of you. <laughs> yeah, but like they're they're still mean and still be fake nice when they yes. know Tsukushi's with Tsukasa. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they're, they're, they they still have that two faced um aspect about them. Oh yes, oh yes. Um, but like. For some reason, even after everything that happened, like 
everyone's chill to have them on the dance floor, like at um, Tsukasa's proposal to Tsukushi. And they were congratulating her. Yeah, it was weird. They were on the dance floor. I was like, why? You're not friends. You're not <laughs> friends. I mean, I know she doesn't have any friends at that school. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like, come on. Like, come on, them. Really? I would. The first thing I would do is be like, please remove them from my dance floor. <laughs> That would be the first thing I'd do after I got proposed to a billionaire. I'd be like, uh, yes, security, security. <laughs> Please remove these yeah. three. Um, the embodiment of evil didn't, didn't, wasn't on the dance floor, thankfully. No, 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 she wasn't. Well, I will, I will say this. I think that this portrayal of the embodiment of evil, Kaede, mm-hmm. or, you know, this character, was the most, like, I feel like satisfying with her ending because mm-hmm. like I do feel like this is how she would be she would be like okay like we'll, we'll discuss this later but like the way she ends up finally accepting Scushi is you know because it ends up making her some kind of financial gains which makes sense because that's all she cares about um, and then even though she's kind of accept kind of accepted Scushi she's still not like to the point where she can you know feels comfortable going in and celebrating with her and like you know pretending like you know nothing ever happened and she didn't hate that she doesn't hate her or whatever and, and I think that's totally fine because I think that's very realistic i don't think she would be like okay now we're cool and like just like go on the dance floor and hang out with everyone <laughs> you know like that would be really i would be very creeped out if she did that <laughs> it would scare me oh my god you should uh, uh because i'm not gonna watch like um uh meteor garden uh, uh yeah but like 18 yeah <laughs> 2018 if you want to talk about the portrayal mm-hmm. of her in that version at some point yes. in this episode, I'm fine with that. Well, I will do it right now because <laughs> I don't think we're gonna because I don't think we're gonna really talk about like her like portrayal after this, right? Mm-hmm. I, I the reason why I say this is because I, I recently watched um, Meteor Garden 2018, and the mother character in that one, like as soon as she like <laughs> sees that like the you know the you know that. Uh, Sukasa character, you know, the Chinese version, um, has like, you know, has a business strategy that can like, you know, make sure they continue to be obscenely wealthy. Um, <laughs> she pretty much is just like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna retire now. I'm not gonna do any more work. I don't want to work anymore. And she like falls asleep for like weeks <laughs> apparently because she's just so tired from working all the time. And then she wakes up and she's like in bed with like her, her daughter like um the Tsukasa's character's sister, so like the Subaki uh-huh. character. Uh-huh. And she's just like, she just looks so like well, she's like, ah, like she's just like so well rested and she just like turns around <laughs> and she's like got a smile on her face. And I'm like, like, this is the person we've seen scowling the entire drama. Now she just looks well rested, she's smiling, she's happy, she just doesn't care, no cares in the world anymore. And I'm just like, what is this? What is going on here? This is scary. This is terrifying. I was terrified in that scene. Like I was horrified. I was like, what is going on? How does she go from like 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 completely a hundred to zero? Like in like less than a second. Like it was like literally like, okay, I guess I don't work anymore, so I have no purpose. All right, I'm going to sleep. And now I'm a good person because I don't have to work. It like it, I don't know. It was just weird because like there was also a scene after that, you know, spoiler alert, I guess, if any of you are planning to watch Meteor Garden 2018, but, like, she ends up, like, also um, cooking breakfast for Scushi <laughs> and 
like the Scooshy and Domija characters because she just decided, even though she has a freaking mansion with like a bunch of servants who could cook for her, she just decided she wanted to do it because I guess that's what moms do, right? And it, she just was bad at it, you know, because she had been working all these years and so she hadn't, I guess, maybe she had learned to cook, but she forgot. I don't know, but she just couldn't cook well. And they were making fun of her for not knowing how to cook, right? And like the drama was saying like, oh, look, she can't even cook. And so like, I don't know, it kind of sent this weird message where it was like, oh, well, see, when women work too much, they get all mean and bad. And so <laughs> now that she's not working, she's nice and friendly. And also they don't know how to cook anymore. See, working is bad, women. Don't do it. Like, I don't know. It just it just felt like they were saying her working was the reason why she was so such a horrible person. And now that she's not working, she's okay. She's totally cool. And then she's just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go travel now. And it's like, so all you needed to do was not have to work? And that was it? That was it? You need a vacation? That's all you need <laughs> to not be a total bitch? Like, like, oh, my God. Like, seriously. <sighs> it would be it would be worse if it if she spent, like, all that resting time with her husband because it would send oh a very God. very different message yes it's like oh this is all she needed this is all she needed the entire time she just needed vitamin d oh my god <laughs> big goodness this is like explicit explicit rating like, oh this is it's it's the very reason i can make this joke i'm glad i'm glad you made that joke well, anyway, the point is, the point is, I thought this portrayal of the mother was much more realistic. Yes, she's decided to allow Scooshy to get married to her son, but she's not going to act like she's a good person now, right? She's still a bitch. She's still like, I, I don't like you, you know? Like, you know, and I think that's way more realistic. I'd rather that than like this weird 180. Like, it's ugh, very scary. Mm. Yeah. All right, let, let, let's come back to, like, the characters in this actual series. Okay. Um, okay. I, I think next up is uh, Umi. Yes, yes. So Umi, um, Umi Nakajima, is also a really horrible character. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she is very <laughs> emotionally manipulative. Also a gaslighter. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. she, like, totally gaslights people. Like, she, like totally gaslights Tsukasa because she has amnesia and so like tries to make him think that like you know for example like we mentioned like she she made those cookies for him when she didn't um tries to pretend like she was like her you know um that try to pretend like she was his previous like his girlfriend all along or whatever like totally gaslights him like horrible yeah. horrible mm. and then also abandons her quote-unquote friendship with Scooshy, which was very short-lived. It was literally like... <laughs> it was like three days. It was like, it was like three-day French. It was really not much. But she, the thing is, she came on quick. She was like, oh, I've met you. You're a woman. You're a girl, you're a girl here with me, too. Oh, let's be friends. We're friends now. Okay. All right, now I'm going to steal your man. Like, it was like... It was just like so quick. Like, it was like... Yeah, so their quote-unquote friendship, she abandoned it, you know, for Scoot... You know, for a man, of course, for a guy, because, yeah. you know, that's what all girls, except for, like, Yuki and, you know, the people who are rooting for Scooshi and Tsukasa do. Like, that's just, that's what they all do. That's what all other girls and women do. Mm. And also, she literally almost kills Scooshi <laughs> by lying, like, literally almost kills her by lying to her about Yuki's location, telling her that she was out in that blizzard <laughs> when she actually had no idea where she was. And instead of being like, well, I don't know, like a normal person, she says decides to lie and tell her to go out in the blizzard. And it's like, I'm just like, what was her plan? Like, what was her plan? Did she want to kill her? Like, 
kill her? Was she trying to like? Well, if no one, if I can't be with Sukasa, no one can. <laughs> She's yeah, gonna like kill her. Nah. I'm <laughs> cool. Straight up I'm kill- cool. Straight up killer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so um, before we wrap up with the representation of women, I want to mention um Ayano Kuromaki. So she was actually a girl from season one that we didn't mention because you know she was just so minor of a character um (laughs) i forgot um but i just want to mention her because i I felt weird not mentioning her because she was like one of the few like characters that actually had a name that we didn't mention um and so i just want to say she was in season one she was um Sukasa's fiance apparently who we never we never heard about until like the last two episodes she was like shoved in just actually this is very similar to the meme that I put up actually like, yesterday <laughs> for oh, our meme yeah, Monday yeah, yeah, I remember. um <laughs> like she was a plot point that got kind of shoved in at the last couple of episodes just mm-hmm. to make some like tension between um Skushi and some other girl because you know we haven't had enough of that in the series mm-hmm. so we got to add another rival another random love triangle even though Sukasa had no interest in her but anyway <laughs> apparently she she was engaged to him her winning i guess was like winning his heart even though she still he still was gonna choose Gucci no matter what so i don't know what the point was but anyway anyway they had but, some kind but, of rivalry uh we we don't remember her but we remember <laughs> umi for yes. one reason umi mm-hmm. tried to kill Gucci. <laughs> Yeah, she literally tried to kill someone <laughs> and and you know how she gets redeemed watanya uh, do you remember me. how she how she redeems herself well she says she's sorry <laughs> which you know <laughs> it's a start it's a start um but then like when Scushi is trying to like um get to the um graduation or whatever um her the parents i think their like van or car or something gets like stuck in the mud and Umi comes out of nowhere and like helps them push it out of the mud, and then they're and then she's just like, "I'm so sorry about what I did," and like, Scooshy's like, "It's fine, don't worry about it," and she just and she just, and she just goes, "And it's fine." Oh, I remember now? It's oh fine, Watanya. Even if you try to almost kill someone, don't worry. Just tell them that you're sorry. You're really sorry, and that and you won't do it you. again. And you won't do it again, and then they'll forgive you. Oh my god! That's all you gotta do. That's it. Yeah. Wow. Just the women. Like we, I think we spend like forty-five minutes talking about. Well, there's a lot. Well, there's a lot. There's a lot yeah. to say about these women. The, the men are a lot too. So yeah, <laughs> let, let's let's discuss um, the yes. representation of men. Um, this season, thankfully, they're also represented in like a variety of ways. Because mm-hmm. um, it would be weird to just have like dull men surrounding the thing (laughs) Mm -hmm. so um one large change that um the series implemented was that um sojiro and akira get bigger roles like sojiro has his has his own like subplot yeah and um moving on up (laughs) i mean akira like his role is bigger but not as big like uh, no he didn't get his own subplot yeah no it was just like this is my family, and this is why I like older women. <laughs> and also, Mystery here's your salt. backpack. <laughs> <laughs> we were all dying to know why does he like older women? Oh my god! Uh, and yeah, um, Rui's character has become a bit more complex, and um, he's actually like one of the largest reasons why we want kind of want to talk about this more in depth. Not just Rui, but also like Skasa. Like they, they. There was character growth 
a bit, but like Bro. it was, it was there, it was there, it was small, yeah, but it was yeah. there. <laughs> yes, Get your mind there. out of the gutter. <laughs> it was there. There was a little growth. Um, so we've separated them into three categories as well: the good guys, the complicated one, and of course, the one. Let's start off with the good guys. So in this series, Sojiro actually becomes a good guy. Uh, first of all, uh, he had his own subplot, as mentioned. He has a past love. Yes, love like, something. Uh, uh, hormones. <laughs> 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 Who he thinks, like, spurned him? <laughs> but, like... <laughs> it, it turns out she was actually going to confess her love to him. Miscommunication. And Miscommunication. Yeah, and, and this comes back to like blame all the girls because this is seen as like at least part of the reason why Sojiro became a playboy. Yeah, there's so much blame on women in this show. God, I didn't, I, I didn't even realize how much it was. Yeah, there's at least three. Actually, it feels like every F4 member has a woman to blame for like their problems. <laughs> And and Tsukasa, because he's the main lead, yeah. he has two yes, women to play. Yes, exactly, exactly. He gets double double the trouble, double the trouble. And like Sojiro and Yuki was like the most awkward couple, quote unquote oh, couple, couple ever. Yeah. Like like we mentioned before, like Yuki was basically just harassing him, mm-hmm. and he's just like <laughs> he's trying to be nice, but he's also like because you know he's she's um, Scushi's friend, you know, so he's trying to be nice and like he's trying to be friendly, but at the same time he's like I'm not interested in you. I'm not interested in you. <laughs> Yuki's like, I gotta try harder. I gotta try harder. And like, apparently in this uh, universe, like your importance is as a man, mm-hmm. uh, like can be shown from whether or not you get into, get into fist fights with Tsukasa. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> Sojiro has a bigger role. Mm-hmm. So he has to fight with Tsukasa. Yes. He does get, uh, get a lot of punches thrown at him. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, that is true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Fist fights solve everything, right? That's the way to be a man. Uh, debatable. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this is what the show says. Okay. And then also we have Akira, who also has been, I guess, promoted to good guy. Um, And he, like we said, he gets a little bit more of a role, but he's still very much kind of like a background I would say, like, as far as the main cast goes, he's kind of secondary. Um, but he is seen as the most mature F4 member. He does, like, try to resolve all the fights. He's usually the mediator. Let's all get along, you know. Let's all kumbaya, right? Um, but, which is interesting because he's, like, the mafia <laughs> brat. Like, his whole thing is about, like, fighting. Like, his whole family business is, like, yeah. fighting and, like, harassing people and stuff. But he's, like, the most mature and, like, is like, no, we can't fight amongst friends, you know. <laughs> so that's, that's that's very interesting. Um, also, he always is able to predict. Yeah, it was, it was interesting Yeah, to yeah, definitely. And he was also always able to predict when Kaede has something more sinister up her sleeves, like every time something would happen, they'd be like, oh, okay, we're, we're good. We're fine. He's like, oh, but, you know, she's definitely got, she's planning something else. This is definitely not the end. You know, he's all, he was always like, he always knew like something else was coming, right? Um, So, he, yeah, he seemed to be the more mm-hmm. perceptive of, I guess, the F4 members. Um, and, and also he's not like, you know, he's not like fighting over some woman or girl or someone his hormones aren't as <laughs> as i guess kicking as everyone else's um and um it's because like almost everyone in like this series is like 
Yeah, that's true. He only wants the older. He only wants the like married women. So yeah, there, there's, there's yeah. And, him and Okami. They never don't really talk anymore. Really that much in this season. Yeah, no. I guess they found that was like too creepy. Um. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um even they yeah, realized. Even they realized that. Like, wow. like they were like, oh, Damn. maybe this is not good. Um. Um, so yeah, so he and all the uh, all the other members of F four, except for like maybe Rui, um, think that male friendships are very sacred. I've noticed in these series. Actually, this is in all the versions. They really uplift like the male friendship. Like, oh, it's like yeah, other friendships are fine, but like the male friendship is the most important, and we have to uplift that over women. You know, girls, we can't fight because our male friendship is the most important thing in life. Bro, I love you, bro. Yes, but I gotta date this chick to to prove that I'm not. Yeah, gay. pretty much. <laughs> this is how I prove I'm not gay. <laughs> I love oh you, man. <laughs> and um, speaking of like creepy, um, <laughs> there's also Susume, which um, uh, Susume is uh Tsukushi's younger brother, so he has kind of like an uh s- older younger brother dynamic with with Kasa, mm-hmm. um, and it's oh long story so this is because susumu like is like in love with someone and um tsukasa's like yeah i'm gonna teach you how to get all the girls (laughs) even though even uh, though skushi's the first girl he's ever actually dated (laughs) yeah yeah and like um then uh he gets like a makeover from f4 but without rui Mm. (laughs) (laughs) i guess rui just doesn't know how to do a makeover i guess (laughs) And um, apparently, Tsukasa's method is uh, involves like you know confessing and like being being straightforward with like your feelings is good, mm-hmm. but like Susuma ha- practiced that on like random old ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and, like I- I'm training. not sure if they got her, they got the the, the old lady's consent yet. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure the old lady was like, "What is happening here?" <laughs> I mean, the only problem is like, okay, it's a cute little boy, so I'll let it slide, right? Probably, I'm sure that's yeah. what they only thought. Like, oh, this cute little boy is saying he has a crush on me. Oh, that's cute, and then just like ignored it. <laughs> Pro- I'm yeah, assuming. Or maybe just, ah, <laughs> makes me feel young again. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> that would be also kind of creepy. But okay. That is actually creepy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Both are creepy. Yeah. And uh, after all that practice, you know, he goes to confess his crush. And, like, it didn't work out. He cried. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, but, but I think that's yeah. good, you know, it's, showing boys crying. Yeah, it's, I think it, it's a good, like, uh, message to send saying, like, mm-hmm. you can cry if, like, uh, it's painful that your crush doesn't have the same feelings, stuff like that, which was nice. But mm-hmm. and also a, a, a lesson that Yuki could have learned yes. from Susume. Oh God, yes. <laughs> Maybe it's because I should have taught Yuki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do some training <laughs> on old ladies. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but at the same time, like Susume doesn't have his own agency really. He just kind of goes along mm-hmm. with whatever his family and Tsukasa says and does. Especially Tsukasa, yeah. he like listens to him way mm-hmm. too much. Ugh. That's not good. Yeah, That's not good. I was like, um, go study in my room. I'm going to stay in your apartment with your sister. Just the two of us. <laughs> but go study in my room. And he was like, yes. Oh my God. 
And he just like, okay, yes, sir. And it's like, whoa, okay. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I don't want to be one of those overprotective brothers who are like, oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta step up for my mother, my sister's pride or whatever. I don't know, honor or whatever some guys say. I don't yeah. know. But like, I'm glad he didn't mm-hmm. do that. But at the same time, it's like he's obviously trying to like get close to your sister yeah, and like and you're in the way. That's that's <laughs> like visibly uncomfortable. Exactly, exactly. But that's the thing. It's like it doesn't matter how uncomfortable she is. Everyone's like, well, he's your man, so who cares? You should be alone with him. It's like it's like oh, okay, <laughs> all right, sure. Um. And uh, speaking of um, problematic, um, <laughs> let's go on to uh, Scooshy's dad, who, you know, also, yeah, is pretty problematic. Um, he's nice, just like the mom. Nice. But, yeah, very problematic. Um, like, he can't provide for his family, which, you know, hey, the system is not mm. great. It's not great. You know, if you're already at the bottom, it's pretty much almost guaranteed that you're going to stay at the bottom and most for most people like that's the reality um so, so i can't i it's so sad but like you know so i can't really blame him i can't say like oh no he's a bad father because he can't provide for his family because it's like you know if he's if he's getting laid off on his jobs all the time and if he just can't get hired and especially if the embodiment of evil is literally <laughs> like you know not letting him work what can he do mm-hmm. right you know he's trying his best so you know i'll give him slack on that he's trying his mm-hmm. best but he does have a good heart also. Um, apparently, according to Scooshy, he has never talked badly about anyone hmm. before. Hmm. Apparently. Ever. Um, <laughs> that's what she said in one of the scenes. And so, like, it's like, it's like, yeah, he's not like, he's not like a great breadwinner. He's not the most competent guy, but he has a good heart and he doesn't talk bad about people. Except for that time he slut-shamed Scooshy in season one for, like, you know, coming, st- staying out late. You know, besides that. Yeah, apparently he's but, never, but he's never talked badly. Like, yeah, I deserve this. Of course, I deserve to be slut shamed. No, um, and, <laughs> go on. Oh God, it's horrifying. It's horrifying. Um, so yeah, not a great breadwinner. Um, pretty much fails at every job. It seems like every job he just doesn't get like, you know, he's just not really good at it. And like even the fishing, he can't even do the fishing right. Apparently, like I remember them saying, like he yeah, couldn't. All he he couldn't do the fishing seaweed, job. Yeah, he couldn't get any fish, and so pretty much, and so he had to end up just hanging up seaweed. Like, so he couldn't do pretty much all the jobs. Jobs, even though I, I think fishing is pretty hard, but like you know, jobs that people consider to be basic, right? Stuff that like, you know, you should be able to learn how to do. Mm-hmm. He can't even yeah. do those kind of jobs. Mm-hmm. And then also, like I mentioned before, he and his wife leave their teenage kids in Tokyo to fend for themselves. And doesn't even really tell them. Like, I mean, well, maybe he tells Susumu, but he definitely didn't tell Skushi. And they just like, oh, we're gone. We're bye. And then they come back to, like, congratulate Susumu on his tests, like passing his test, I think, or something. Mm. But then he just, um, you know, ends up leaving again. <laughs> they end up leaving again. Like, immediately after that. Yeah, so. no, they were not great parents. No, <laughs> they were horrible. <laughs> Yeah, horrible parents and, um speaking well i i don't think this is problematic actually uh but like uh it, it was interesting to see nishida as an ally mm-hmm. like he's mm-hmm. like yeah i totally support you too and um whenever tsukushi's in trouble like when she like collapsed he like secretly told tsukasa uh when tsukushi was like why is he so weird um nishida's like yeah yeah so uh <laughs> long story short someone 
tried to commit suicide in front of Tsukasa, and that's why he is kind of troubled. Well, he thought yeah. that they, commit, they actually did commit suicide. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back to that, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yes. We'll talk about it later. Apparently, he thinks that the Domyoji group should be led by someone with compassion and a kind heart, but... The current leader is the embodiment of evil. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know why he is still working there. (laughs) We got a lot of questions, Nishida. Nishida, we got some questions for you. If if it were me, I'd be like, no, no, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, I would just quit. But I guess he feels like he needs to stay to be an ally for Tsukasa, right? He needs to stay with him, you know, probably or something. He's probably like trying to work within the system. Probably one of those people, I think. Um, and speaking of trauma, um, so Ken Uchida, Ken, um, the person who we just mentioned, um, so he is mostly seen through Sukasa's flashbacks. Um, he befriends Sukasa when Sukasa's studying abroad in New York, and I think I believe he was like the manager of like one of the some kind of I don't know construction site or something 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 that, that they like, that is um, under the Domeji group Domeji, yeah, yeah yeah something like that um and so he ends up losing his job uh due to the Domeji company layoffs which actually is due to Sukasa like saying a bunch of like horrible crap about his horrible mother um <laughs> and the news hearing about it and then like people i guess lose trust or faith in like the domuji company and then they the stocks plummet and so then they have to lay off people apparently um so it is kind of his fault that you know he loses his job um but the thing is though he's about to get laid off and he does get laid off from that job but kaede ends up propositioning him and asking him to like pretend to like go into financial ruin and then pretend to commit suicide so and then after that he goes into hiding in japan where you know don't like where sukasa can actually find him um and like he makes his own company in secret apparently or his own business or something um but yeah he gets pretty much gets paid off to commit suicide and make sukasa think that like he's dead and that it's due to you know sukasa's big mouth um and so his quote-unquote suicide uh, haunts Sukasa throughout the majority of the series. And then finally, when Sukasa finds him, because, you know, he's in freaking Tokyo. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're going into hiding, at least go somewhere else. Yeah, don't go where go you know they Osaka. are. Exactly. Don't go where you know they are. <laughs> like, come on. And so, and then, like, he finds him. He finally finds him, apparently. He finally finds him. I don't know why he didn't find him sooner. But anyway... And he tells, and it was like at a at a crosswalk. Yeah, it was at a crosswalk. It was literally like the most <laughs> random place. It's like you haven't seen, you haven't crossed here before. I'm sorry. Like I, I don't know. It's weird because I mean, honestly, it is Tokyo, so it is possible they might never meet. But it's like mm. people always be in these dramas, so it's like eventually he was gonna get found out. But anyway, so mm. so when he does, when Sukasa does find him, he 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 pretty much runs him down. He hunts him down. He's like runs after him, and then like you know he forces him to tell him the truth, and so he tells Sukasa the whole story um and you know he finds out that his horrible mother is even more horrible than he thought (laughs) oh my god so these are the good guys yes (laughs) (laughs) is kid a good guy i don't know actually now i'm thinking we should have reconsidered that category okay all right right. we'll leave him him there we'll leave him there okay yeah uh let's move on to the complicated ones 
who were not good enough to be in a good guy's <laughs> Fired. Blast fired. Shots fired. Okay. So this was, uh, this character was hard because he used to be my favorite, um, Rui. So I noticed in this season in particular that, um, you know, Rui uh, acts very emotionally manipulative and controlling like very much so throughout this entire both through most of the series pretty much um yeah. he surprise kisses Scushi on her freaking hospital bed she's like cool. literally recovering from like being unconscious and he's like all right it's time for me to make my move <laughs> <laughs> i do not understand that logic <laughs> She's weak and vulnerable now. I gotta get her. Gotta get her. Gotta get her. Guard down. Guard down. Oh my god. This is this is this is only slightly better than get her drunk before kissing. Oh her. my god. It's a little bit better. At least she wasn't drunk. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. Okay. Um. And then you know, Rui and Sukasa fight over Scushi pretty much. Like he's like Rui's like I'm better for her because you're shit. And it's like, well, yeah, Sukasa is shit, but like, so are you. You're also really shitty. I mean, you're not as physically abusive as him. But uh, when it comes to emotional abuse, he's pretty bad. Like, it's pretty bad in this this season. Yeah, it, it was pretty bad. It made me very uncomfortable how much he yeah. just kept forcing himself on Scushi and being like, oh, like, you should choose me because I'm here for you. And it's like, well, what if she doesn't want either one of you guys? Like, I mean, could she just yeah. not want you? Like, I mean, come on. She doesn't have to choose. Yeah. And, and uh, Rui can't just... <laughs> He can't just be like, I play the violin like me. <laughs> I, I play the violin. I and I'm I'm I'm, you know, a quiet, you know, introvert who possibly has some kind of, you know, like I don't know, maybe yeah. I'm on the spectrum. I don't know. So I, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about yeah. that. We'll yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Uh for now let's uh let's move on to Junpei. Mm-hmm. So Junpei is uh, you know, the guy that um was "Quote unquote ugly because he wore glasses in at sc- Oh yeah, <laughs> in school. <laughs> no one recognized him. No, one, he was yeah. like he was the Clark. No, after kid. he took off his glasses, he, everyone was like, "Oh, he's so handsome." And like to be fair, like uh, you know the the, the glasses thing. I get it. Like sometimes people don't recognize um other people when they don't wear glasses. But like that is a bit different. From, you know, taking off your glasses and looking really attractive all of a sudden, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you would still be attractive. Yeah. You just have glasses on. And um, TMI, like, I think glasses are cool. Yeah, no, glasses are very attractive. Yeah. That's like, it's to- oh there's, totally, there's totally I a thing like for that. I feel like we had this like conversation before. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, but, uh, so, so... Moving on moving from, on the, from glasses, the glasses. Thirst. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tsukasa... Uh, apparently, like, uh, I wouldn't say it was like something Skasa personally did, but you know the um the red card system that Skasa came up with. Oh no, I think for this one, I think he oh. did personally do. I think for this one, I think he did actually do it himself. I I think so. I huh. think he actually, from what I can remember, like at least in the anime slash manga, that's that was the case. I think. He actually mm. did this. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't much. remember. I wasn't, I, re- I wasn't really listening. I was- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What's well, Tanya? We're literally no, 
do an episode about this. He was doing the, the, the evil monologue, and who wants to listen to that? Like, I, I, I don't even remember either, though, honestly, even though I watched it very recently. But, like, I, but I know in the manga, at least, in the manga and the anime, he definitely, like, it was Sugasa himself who actually beat, mm. beat this, like, was it his brother or his friend? I think his friend or something. I think it's his friend. Yeah, his yeah. friend. Beat him almost, like, in an inch of his life. Like, he beat him so bad. That, like, mm-hmm. you know, he had to be hospitalized, like, you know, um, and then they tried to sue him, but because they're so rich, like, you know, they just paid him <laughs> off, right? Like, because they're just, they didn't, yeah. Hashtag capitalism. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, um, for, for all of the above <laughs> reasons, <laughs> Junpei hates Which we Tsukasa. totally understand. <laughs> but at the same time, yes, we understand that, but, but we no, don't condone no. his actions. Because he was oh, really God, was manipulative. So he, yeah, he put the red card in mm-hmm. Squishy's locker, and then he was like, "How <laughs> dare you hurt her?" <laughs> yes, yes, remember the, yes, the food yes. court scene. He was actually really dramatic, trying to. He was like pretty much trying to make her think that he was the, her only like friend and hero or whatever. Like she was, he was the only one on yeah. her side. That's what like abusers do, right? <laughs> And then later, of course, everyone, because that's what everyone does. That's what you do. That's what you do for the main lead in this series. You have to get, you have to be kidnapped at least once every couple of like episodes. Like, I think that's just like the, I think it's the contract. (laughs) (laughs) Must kidnap. (laughs) At least once per season. At least. Uh, Yeah. But like, uh, I can't, I can't move on from the rope thing. It was horrible. I love how that's the worst thing you You have. You gotta see it. It's like, you know, yeah, the kidnapping, the beating, the like, you know, whatever. That's bad. But no rope work. (laughs) Insulting. The moment I saw that, I was like, yeah, she's getting out by herself. And she did. (laughs) Oh my God. You would think with all these like thugs. I'm sorry. No, that, that will not hold a boat. You would think with all these thugs, he like you know, thugs or gangsters or whatever who he hired, you think they know how to tie some rope, like, or, like, know how to do some stuff? Yeah, they've at least, like, you know, um, arranged the courts <laughs> of their, like, I'm sure um, they've done TV a few kidnappings right? in their, you know, their work. Like, I mean, this can't be the first <laughs> one, right? Like, <laughs> oh my god okay so yeah like for me i totally like i wish that the junpei character had been handled differently because like he his concerns and his like hatred for Sukasa was totally understandable but the drama just wanted him to be bad because you know we got to make the you know main guy good so like how we do that okay we have to make him a total asshole too and it's like no this could have been done with so much more nuance it could have been a more interesting more like you know less cartoon villain story but like they just yeah they just didn't want to do that so anyway um and last is the one and only Tsukasa Tsukasa so where to start <laughs> What's up the list? <laughs> Tsukasa, you know, when, um, when, I suppose they're a couple, so when your girlfriend but they're, but they're is sexually like, harassed they, by your friend. The thing is, he's like ignoring her first, and then he's like, oh, but now I love you again, and now I don't. Like, it's like, I don't even know if they're actually dating anymore. That's like happening throughout the series. It's like, in the beginning, they're like, I love you, and then in the end, they're like, no. Or maybe yes. it's the opposite. Yeah, can change, Can't even can remember. Change. Each episode's different. But yeah, when uh when your girlfriend, quote unquote girlfriend. um is quote unquote girlfriend is sexually harassed by your um friend, like a normal person mm-hmm. would would be like, "Are you okay? 
do you do you want to stay away yes. from him? Do you want me to keep yes. him away yes. from you? But no, Tsukasa slut shames her. Or being kissed. <laughs> she was like literally hospitalized. <laughs> she had nowhere to go. Like, Why'd you let him she kiss you? She had nowhere you? to go. She didn't know he was going to do that. She literally had just been, had fainted. She was unconscious. And then she woke up and then he was like, hey, hi, now I'm going to kiss you. And it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, like Tsukasa. Dude, you saw her in the hospital. You saw her like being so tired that she. But she must wake have up. wanted it, Latanya. Well, Why else would he kiss her? <laughs> she must have been asking for it. Look what she was wearing in the hospital. I don't know what she was wearing. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember what she was wearing. But anyway, like, like I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to think of this weird logic. I have no, Look at that hospital gown. Super sexy. <laughs> <laughs> she was practically begging him. Oh god! I mean, that's why the nurse oh, slash shapes her too, right? Like, oh god, it was your fault. Uh, let, let's move on from the hospital one. <laughs> um, cause uh, Tsukasa is said to like act according to his yeah. Instincts, they say it throughout the show, which all the time. Yeah, which like I'm not sure if. This is to say Tsukasa is an animal, like an animal or... right? Because he remembers the food, right? He remembers the cookies taste, yeah. but he doesn't remember his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't remember logic. <laughs> and, like, yeah, he remembers the the, the weird cookies because that's apparently the way to his heart. Yes, it's to Or cookies. maybe to every man's <laughs> yes. heart. I don't know. Not a man. <laughs> Um, and he also, uh, forces toxic masculinity on Susumu, but thank God he didn't tell Susumu to just keep bugging, bugging, like, the girl that Susumu was in love Even with. Even though that's what he did. Yeah. Like, thank God he didn't tell Susumu to do that. <laughs> Susumu would have been in the complicated category. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, God, that would have been horrifying. Yeah. Harassing that poor girl. Um, that poor little girl. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, like, I'm glad that didn't happen despite Skasa saying, you're a man, so you gotta make up your mind. <laughs> Even if you mess up, you can't depend on others. <laughs> Says the guy who's, like, never worked a day in his life. <laughs> yeah. God. Uh, if this were a video, like, people would see me eye roll, but... <laughs> <laughs> So I know you guys and, can't see um, us, but my uh, our eyes are rolling really hard right now. Yeah, <laughs> just listen, listen to our tone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, the last thing I would like to talk about Gasa is um this really cringy thing that hopefully only happens in dramas. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna tell you now. There's plenty of YouTube videos that show real life instances. Oh but, my okay. god. I hate public proposals. Please don't. Please don't. Listeners, please don't. Unless you've already talked to your, you know, to be, you yeah, know, in fiance, spouse. spouse, maybe, maybe spouse, I don't know, but at least fiance. Um, yeah. If they are like, or they have publicly, you know, they have blatantly told you, like, they have, like, directly said, I yeah. like to be proposed to in public. I would love that. That's really romantic for me. If they've said that, okay, fine. You know, if they said that or if you discussed it, fine. But if they've yeah. said nothing and you're just like, oh, I gotta surprise them, please don't do that. Please, please don't. Yeah. Like, if, if you, like, already talked about, you know, um, moving in mm-hmm. or if, if you have already moved mm-hmm. in and have had that conversation where it's like, 
you know, maybe maybe marriage mm. would be a good choice. Yeah. Do you think? Because like then, you get yeah. like ta- uh, some benefits, right? Mm. Like from marriage, if yes. you've had that conversation, yeah. and it's like literally the day before you go to like the city hall mm. to get married, like <laughs> yeah, to get married. If it's literally like that, like yeah, okay, yeah, maybe if that's they're fine. into it because they still might be like, embarrassed hey. to like have yeah. you say it in public, though. You know, I know I I would be if like someone did that to me in yeah, public. Yeah, me too. But you know, you yeah. know, it depends. That's the thing. We can't tell you like not to do it at all because like you know, some people might like some it. people like some it. people like it. Some people like the attention. Some people like doing it in public. Some people want that like you know grandiose kind of proposal. And so if they're that type of person, okay, fine. But just don't assume that every woman or person wants to be proposed to in public surprise mm-hmm. uh, and surprise like a surprise proposal in public please like because maybe they don't want to marry you it's... you might find <laughs> you might find out the wrong way you might find out the wrong way it, it puts a lot of pressure on the woman to say yes because everyone's watching right like yeah ugh. Ugh. i oh i'm reminded of tawachai oh god oh no <laughs> oh yeah oh my god without well, well, something was like embarrassed him no. though <laughs> she was like, "Nope." <laughs> That's yeah. why she's my girl. Oh, I love Santa. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, yeah. but yeah, um, miscommunication, mm-hmm. right? Yes, for pretty much the entire series, the real, you know, for both genders, all genders, for all genders, okay, all genders, miscommunication equals everyone suffers for no reason. And that's the end of the first half of Hana Yori Dango Returns. Please continue on to the second half, where things will get more intense. Either way, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thanks a lot. To make sure you're always up to date on our latest episodes, please subscribe to or follow Accidental Kiss on your favorite podcast app and YouTube. If you would like to contact us, please email us at kiss.accidental at gmail.com. Also, please follow and reach out to us on all the socials. We would love to hear from you. Let us know if you have any other Asian drama series you'd like to hear us cover on the show. Your suggestion might make it into a future episode. Stay tuned for the second part of this episode, where we'll be continuing our discussion on the representation in Hanere Dango Returns. Until then, see you! See you! Okay.